Welcome to Your Journey to Greatness Through Routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes, and I'm author of the book, and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine, because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. We are still in our series on the science of staying happy. And uh, if you've been following us along, you know that we began with talking about the neurochemicals of happiness and the importance of each one and what their role was and how the process works of neurotransmission of releasing each of these neurochemicals. And we spent a great deal of time talking about dopamine over the last couple of days. I don't think we need as much time on oxytocin, so hopefully I can get it all in one day. But remember, oxytocin is the bonding molecule. All of these uh, chemicals, neurochemicals, are related to how you feel when you're happy. So they're all very important that we know how to release these specific neurochemicals on a consistent basis by building a routine that will help us to do that. So I want to talk about the bonding neurochemical oxytocin today. So first of all, we're going to start a little bit like we did with the dopamine, and we're going to talk about the, the symptoms of deficiency regarding oxytocin. So things that you might notice if you're low in oxytocin are you, you can't communicate well. You just don't feel like communicating. You may even have an element of irritability or, or an inability to even feel affectionate towards others. That's a sign of a low oxytocin. Um, you will have more anxieties and fears than normal if you're having days where you're lower in oxytocin. Also, sexual interactions are more mechanical. They don't feel intimate and you'll struggle even with the reproductive side and, and even the side of, of having pleasure during intercourse. Um, it, it also can cause a problem with um, a bigger appetite for sugar-rich food, which sounds really odd, but it can give you sugar cravings. Uh, you can feel like you have little joy from life. You might even have difficulty sleeping because oxytocin does cause a drop in melatonin. And, um, and then you can even lead to muscle aches, which we also mentioned yesterday with the dopamine. So there are some definitely uh, some similarities there as far as what can happen. Um, now, if you can increase your oxytocin, the benefits are you will reduce stress and anxiety because it actually uh, increases the feelings of calmness and security by suppressing activity in the amygdala, which is the fear center of your brain, well, the emotional center of your brain. Um, you'll improve your mood and increase feelings of contentment. You will um, also help increase heart rate variability. And that, that just calms your, your entire system down. You will reduce the release of cortisol, which is the stress hormone. And then, of course, that allows melatonin to come up so you can sleep better. Um, you'll reduce inflammation and accelerate healing, increasing creativity as well. Um, you will re reduce withdrawal symptoms if you have issues with addictions. Uh, there, there's really a lot of benefits from oxytocin as well as all these others that we're talking about. You will improve your self-perception in social situations. It gives you this feeling of confidence and, and kind of the excitement. Um, it'll increase positive personality traits like empathy, warmth, trust, and openness. You'll just feel like communicating with people more. You'll feel closer to people. It's also, uh, remember that it's great for bonding. So we're talking, we mentioned this earlier on when we talked about oxytocin initially. It's great for human bonding, also with pets, uh, friends, feeling affectionate, romance, and then even with prayer in your relationship with God, it can make a massive difference. So 
how do we increase the oxytocin? Well, there are a number of ways in which we can do that. And I want to just share a few. I don't know if I'll get through all these. These are an awful lot. But vitamin D is a big one. So getting out in the sun, making sure that you get the oxytocin. And, and actually some of the diseases of a deficiency in oxytocin in the studies that I've done um, can be uh, autism as well as mental disorders. And, um, you know, some, some things that have to do with, you know, how you are, are coping all right, so um, I, it doesn't come up with anything. I haven't seen anything on Parkinson's or anything like that, but definitely can cause some mental disorders for you. Vitamin C is another way to increase oxytocin. So if you want to make sure that you're taking a regular, I take uh, actually 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C every day, and I feel like it makes a massive difference in improving your mood, decreasing stress, increasing your immune system, making you feel a whole lot better. Of course, eating fruits and vegetables that are great in vitamin C is incredible. Uh, magnesium is always kind of uh, the go-to when it comes to uh, if you have mood disorders or you know you just feel uh, fatigue an awful lot. And you'll find magnesium also in things like spinach, chard, uh, pumpkin seeds, almonds, avocado, dark chocolate, bananas. <laughs> it's a couple of my favorites there. <laughs> um, Epsom salt baths can help you to increase your magnesium. Taurine is another one um, that can help as long as it's not overdone. Caffeine, again, not overdone, but can help raise oxytocin. Um, making sure that your gut health is good, that your estrogen levels are good if you're female. Um, chamomile is another great one. So chamomile tea, uh, again, lowers cortisol, increases oxytocin, reduces stress. And then melatonin, we all know that one. We've talked about it already. That's the sleep helper. But here again, you want to avoid um, things that are going to help. They're going to inhibit your sleep. So uh, stay away from blue lights before bed. The, uh, that was in my book. I talked a lot about, you know, you don't want to be in front of devices right before bed. Um, and you want to make sure that you are reducing stress. So meditation would be a big help to that. Uh, jasmine is another, if you're into oils at all, jasmine oil, uh, sage, clary sage oil can also uh, increase oxytocin. And then for lifestyles, you know, make sure that you're getting lots of hugs. <laughs> hugs are good for you. In fact, they say eight hugs a day is what you need. <laughs> Skip the handshake, do the hug. Um, loving kindness meditation. So meditations uh, before bed and even in the morning to help you to to calm down and, and to really get inside of yourself and, and allow that oxytocin to be released. Uh, they say acupuncture can help. I don't know much about acupuncture, but that's a that's a great one. And um, massage is also good and then music and singing yoga are also helpful and then making sure that you're socializing with the people around you spending time you know um, warm touches again hugs hand holds you know scratching each other's back things like that living a healthy life with healthy food and you can even watch a movie and a release oxytocin so that gives you quite a list there uh, to work with hopefully that's helpful to you I'm going to end it at this point because we're running out of time. This is Michelle Steffes with uh, Your Journey to Greatness Your Routine. Looking forward to having you continue with us as we walk through the neurochemicals of happiness in the science of staying happy. Thank you and have a fantastic day. Talk to you tomorrow.